Hello, hello, everybody, and welcome back to another show of Pre-Match Mutti. Mutti. <laughs> yes. Hold on, gents. Hold on. Good to be back, guys. Um, can you just tell the, the enthusiasm in between the two gentlemen here tonight? you got Wonga and Nick. They are happy because their teams are buzzing, and they're obviously, I mean, you got to be buzzing, gentlemen. How's it going? No, it's going good, man. I think... Uh, uh, yeah, like even for Nick's team, I, 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 always, I always back Newcastle. I've been backing them for a long time now. I think people might mistake me for supporting them. And she was, <laughs> they keep on, they keep on, um, how can I say, not disappointing. Yeah, they don't disappoint. And it must be good to be a Newcastle fan. And I said it on Tuesday, Arsenal fans need to chill the hell out. They need to relax. And what happens? Flip and punish Chelsea, put them to the sword. Oh, there we go. Wonga's happy. I mean, he's jumping straight into it. We'll get to the Chelsea-Arsenal game. Just take it easy, Wonga. Nick, how are you feeling? Listen, my time to shine, Wonga, bro. I'm telling you, <laughs> I told you, we are going to finish the best of the rest. We're going to top that other table. The table from ninth downwards. I can feel it. I can feel it. Look at us. We beat Leicester. We beat Wolves. We beat Crystal Palace. Maybe we'll even beat Liverpool next week. Who, who can't yes. we beat? <laughs> no. <laughs> So we got we got people in the comment section for everyone joining us this evening. I just want to say thank you. If you cannot comment on YouTube this evening, that's because our admin person completely forgot to just tick something <laughs> before we set the shot. So if you can't comment on YouTube, apologies. Just jump straight to Facebook and you, your comments still can, can be live with us today. Um, but yes, it, it's been an exciting time. I mean, Liverpool fans are just as happy as the two of you. So I think we've, we've got good vibes here in the studio this evening or in our, our home studio at the very least. Um, also, something exciting to note. Gentlemen, look at the bottom of the screen. Look at that ticker there in our Fantasy Football League, the Goal Lounge Fantasy Football League. Look how close these numbers are. These guys are fighting for a Goal Lounge t-shirt and a case of Devil's Peak. And this is how close the difference is. It's a couple of points. We've got Enzo, who's been third and fourth and fifth, and now suddenly he's taking the log. We've got Maiden Omzo or something, who's been leading the whole season, and he's suddenly second. Vitru's in the shot. So, yeah, just keep your eye on the... There's something uh, wrong with that log. Lounge. What? I saw, am I, is it me? Bebo, check oh, Bebo. Yeah. is 2180, but he's 40, he's number four. Or maybe the points are uh, No, 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 you are correct. I think it's 2108. Yeah, we forgot to check the, yeah. the comment section okay. there. And then also, <laughs> 2080. Yeah, there we go, there we go. All right, but yeah, you know, introductions are out the way. We know good feelings all around, but let's, let's kick off the big one, the big one, how we started the week, gentlemen. And I want to get your thoughts first. I want you outside looking in. What did you think about this result? Liverpool four, Man United zero. I I, I said it on was it I can't remember it was Tuesday. <laughs> the only thing that was going to save Liverpool was if uh, David Dia became a Marvel hero. That's the only way. You mean save they were going to keep that? Yeah, uh, Man United. The only way that sorry, Man United were going to do anything was if that keeper was working. And I mean, yeah, you can't even blame him. Um, Man United are nowhere. Not the same. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's what what did what did Roy Keane say? It says it's quite sad now. It's not even frustrating anymore. It's just sad. It's like they're a, they're a shadow <laughs> of what they used to be. Um, you saw the two goals go. I mean, you saw the first goal go in, and as early as it went in, and you knew uh, this is a repeat. It's going to be a repeat. And funny enough, it ended up that way. 
mean, if you like, you, you set up with a three against the world's best front three, um, and, and I think Phil Jones and Harry Maguire are in that three. Like, you're asking for trouble. You are literally asking for trouble. So, um, you know, fortunately for 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 Man United, they ended up changing it. Uh, it didn't help them in terms of the result, but sort of saved some face at least. But uh, embarrassing night for Man United. And it's quite ironic that they're going, um, you know, announce a new manager today uh, to try and detract from from such a poor, poor performance. <laughs> what was it? 9-0, yeah. 10-0 uh, on aggregate? No, 8-0. Yeah. Eight, I think it's a record. I don't think Man United... No, no, no. Ever... It was 4-5. and five. So it's, yeah. it's Oh, nine so it's 9. It's 9-0, nine yeah. Nine, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but, uh, that's uh, that's a new record against Manchester United. Minus zero goal difference in the two legs across the Premier League. If, so, I like even uh, sorry to cut you off the cloud, but even like the where Warren what Warren is saying there, the the Pogba injury. Um, I think uh, yeah, this, that for me. I mean, you, you saw Pogba had a little smirk when he was walking there, and here's the crowd booing, you know, and. <laughs> he's, he's gone, you know. And for me, I, I don't, I, I don't know. I know many people don't rate him, you know. Um, they, they maybe look, they look at him and he's saying he's not performing. But you can't really blame the, I mean, the the the, the results of Man United on a poor park. But I think he's tried his best. I think everyone's there. <laughs> Wonga's not, not everyone, tried nothing but... there, man. Come on, what's wrong with you? He literally, it was like there were five minutes in the game, and he saw. He's like, mm mm mm. I'm going to have to work hard here. I'm not going to touch the ball. I'm going to come off the back of a proper hiding. I want nothing, nothing to do with this because my agent said, if you're involved in an ass whipping, my valuation is going to go down. So when I have to negotiate a contract with PSG or, or Juventus, they're going to say, look, 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 you're doing nothing for this, this team. So why must we pay you? So he was like, I'm injured. That's what he did. But yeah, I know it's, it's a funny thing. And I'm, you know, I look at it and you, you look at, yeah, it is convenient, you know, for, but I wonder if players would do that. I mean, that's quite. No, he, uh, yeah, players that's will hectic, do it. Pogba it, does do it. That's that's been the problem with Pogba, Man United guys. Let's be honest. He does do these things. Uh, look, that's just uh, that's me saying my my think, piece. Yeah, but I mean, it, it's disappointing for me. I mean, I've been a huge sort of advocate for for Pogba, and, and I do think there is a manager out there that can get the best out of him. Um, mm. But it does sort of it, it does sound like it's only when it suits Pogba. And that's a problem. Um, you know, he probably will go on to like a PSG or potentially somewhere else, um, you know, maybe Real Madrid and kick on. And, uh, you know, Man United might get blamed for that. But it is disappointing because, you know, like Pums is saying, you know, he's had a chance with Jose, Ole, Ralph Ragnick. It hasn't worked with any of them. So I don't see Eric Ten Hag... Uh, Sticking up, uh, sticking up with his shit. So yeah, it will be interesting so, to see. So the Eric, I mean, we're going to move to the sort of Ten Hager point, but we're going to move in that direction. But when we're looking at the the game, the Liverpool sort of dismantling of a Man United, the fact that it wasn't even a contest, I don't think I have ever seen. I mean, this is they say it's the biggest sort of rivalry in English football. It is one of the most anticipated fixtures. I don't think I've ever seen, even when Liverpool were at the poorest sort of poor poorest form. The game still wasn't... I mean, when Man United were dominating, it still wasn't that easy for Man United. These past two games in this season has been so, so bad. I, I, I Like, yeah. I literally Wonder. said to you... What, what did I say to you on Wonga? I said, I'm looking forward to not being too excited about the goals being scored because I know they're coming. Mm. It's, it's not a surprise. 
look, I still got very excited. Don't get me wrong. I was, I was dancing around the lounge and screaming my head off. But I mean, it was so poor for Man United. I was like, this is an absolute shambles. And this is a club that is meant to be on par with Liverpool in terms of history, yeah. in terms of, in terms of, it's just, it's just the two directions of these, these two teams. And I don't know what you think, Wogge, in terms of their performance. So, look, or... I think a, a way to look at it, <laughs> Claudio, I mean, some people might, I, I don't know, it's this definitely, definitely something wrong. Man United, Man United fans can't, no, Man United players can't hide it. Um, there's something wrong with the club. The players, they are good players in the team. Um, they should be able to get results. If you look at, I mean, look at look at next Newcastle. This I I don't know how many guys, you, uh, but even before you guys uh, got in uh, Gimerez, I think you guys were winning matches. If you correct me if I'm wrong, um, you, there was as soon as um, they get they, they take out the manager, they get a new manager in, um, they get new owners. Everything changes, you know. Just the atmosphere around the club changes. The same players, the same players. We're winning games. And I mean, yeah, maybe, okay, let's say they get one, two extra players, but it's literally the same players winning games. So at maximum, probably their best player has, has been in some, has been out in some of the games and he's been, has been giving you guys goals. You know? I agree, Wonga. So, I think, I think the problem Man United has is, is more of a, you know, they talk about this bullshit of uh, the Liverpool, sorry, the Man United way, the DNA hmm. of Man United. Yeah, they might have had a DNA when Ferguson were there and they had a, a, a sort of attacking style of football and there was a culture of winning. If, if they ever had that, that's completely dead now. Completely dead yeah. because it's completely rotten to the core. Ronaldo's probably the main man in the change room who doesn't respect his captain. Uh, his captain can't put a good performance in. You've got Pogba sure. who's, who's, who's pretty much going able. You've got Rashford, who's, who's not the same player since he started creating food banks. Um, you've got Sancho, <laughs> who's, who's, not, who's not the same player who was, who was in Germany, and probably not because he's not playing the same style of football that he was playing in Germany. And Rolf Ragnick, you know, it probably proves why he hasn't won anything really in his career. He's been more of a philosopher in the background and trying to direct a ship instead of being at the core of trying to actually fix the problem on the ground. Him on the ground. Um, which is maybe unfair on him um, because he was given the opportunity, but he also took the job, so it can't be that unfair on him. Um, no. So he knew what he was getting himself into. Um, and like, like Wonga's saying, you know, Eddie Howe isn't a household name, but he came in there and he changed a few things and he changed the culture. There's now a culture, um, like it's probably in its early infant stages, but there's a culture brewing amongst the, the squad, amongst the club, amongst its supporters. And, you know, a team that's trying. And uh, yeah. uh, is, is every player at Man United trying? No. I, I don't think so. No ways. Well, Talent-wise, well, I mean, no Ten Hag's comments were also brutally honest at the end of the game. They literally asked him the exact same question. What did he say? Uh, sorry, Ragnick Nick. or Ten Hag? Sorry, what did I say? You said Ten Hag. Oh, it's because yeah. we, we're, moving, we're moving over there. Sorry, I meant, I meant Ragnik. Ragnik was pretty, pretty blunt. And he, he was, when asked the question, do you think the, the players put in the effort? Do you think they perform the way they should? And he kind of just brushed over it and then said, no, we have to sign at least 10 players in the summer. He literally said that. 
So you, you literally going back and when you talk about being Thank the philosopher, you. the man in the background, this is a man who's coming in a consulting role. He's already putting this out there in the public's eyes going, this needs to happen. I mean, these players are done. And this is to the conversation that we've been having with Selo saying, well, how do you move forward? And, you know, people are talking about the manager, talking about the manager. And we are saying it's not just the manager. They need a clean house. They need to get rid of all the dead yes. wood and they need to start afresh. But even 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 Ronaldo, when he, see, when he, when he was there, he, see, he didn't want to say it. But he did. He did kind of say this. He didn't want to give us, you know, a hand, like a clear indication of the problems. But he, what are his words? He said that, um, you know, these, the players. Okay, let me put it like this: the problem was with the players. That's where, that's what he put where the problem was. He put the problem with the players. That's where Ronaldo put the problem. Um, not at the coach, not at management. He put it with the players. He honestly felt that these guys are not working. I mean, he comes there and he's trying to also um, give advice to some people and people are not taking it. That's what he's saying. And no one's taking it, you know. So there's definitely a problem with the players. And, and for me, I think it's... that I know everyone says it. There's no there's no player bigger than the club. But I think at Man United, I think, I think, I think, I think that at Man United, I think that... Uh, some people, they may not realize it, but they're thinking that they're bigger than the club. The club needs to identify who they are. If you're on board, stay with us. If you're not, dip out. Like, they need to get rid of it. It's, it's horrible. It, I can't... Like, the, the, for me, if I'm looking at the talent they have there, and they can't win games. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. But I mean, look, I don't want them to care. It's a funny thing, because I actually don't want them to win, to be honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> but it's sad. <laughs> okay, but, but let's... Um, I mean, Nick's already touched on the fact that it is, it's ironic, but it's pretty strategic. They've made the yeah. announcement after the stumping. Ten Hag has officially yes. been appointed as the new man to come in charge at the end of the season. What are our thoughts here? I mean, we've spoken about a rebuild and a rebuild in a sense where the club needs to clean house, but how do they go about doing this or what do they do? I know Pums is already putting a valid sort of comment saying, look, they need to get rid of like this whole conversation about Fergie's legacy, and that's that's holding them back. Let's be honest. The, the problem, and that's that was the issue with Liverpool for years. Liverpool were holding on to their their history, saying we are we were a great club, therefore we are a great club, and that's not the yeah. truth. The truth is, you need to to what you said, Wonga, getting cultural consultants. You need to win games now yeah. to change the culture and be great now. So, Nick, what are your thoughts about Ten Hag coming in here? I, I... Listen, he comes from a team that's that's really been an underdog, probably in European competitions in the last couple of years, and he's he's really proven that he can mix it with the big boys. But he only has to do that for 10, 12 games, potentially if they get to a final, which they don't in a season, and they don't win all of those games. Um, he plays in, if you want to call it, a bit of a farmer's league. Um, you know, it's always probably a two-horse race there in Ajax, uh, Ajax and PSV in the Dutch league. So I think I think for for me, he's got a lot to prove. You know, this is a different a different kettle of fish, and I think he's he's going to either take the league to storm and and you know bring this you know attacking flowing football back to Man United. But I don't think it's going to come immediately because you know he's competing, and you know the the standards that they'll hold themselves uh, and Man United fans will hold themselves um, to is. is is of, of Klopp's Liverpool and, and, and Pep's City. And unfortunately, they're very far away from that. So I think, you know, it might be another slow start. It might be another, you know, are we fighting for top four? Um, you know, it might be a se another season out of the Champions League and the rebuild continues, you know. I think Man United fans have to be patient um, and give the, give the man a chance. Um, and uh, I think whoever's involved in recruitment is the most important thing because they've been signing players just for the sake of signing them. 
player becomes available, they sign him. They spend ridiculous amounts of money on tired players like Harry Maguire. And unfortunately, it hasn't worked out. So they need to have a clear plan and a clear strategy in which way they want to model this team and, and buy players according to that, not just because a player has a, a big name or a big price tag. Um, so hopefully Ten Hag gets that support and, and has someone behind him who really, really supports him and, and, and really supports his vision and, and they can go in, in, in the right direction. So in terms of that comment where we said, okay, clean house, do you, th- I mean, if it was any other club, you wouldn't be able to say, okay, it's possible to get rid of 18 players and then sign new ones. But in Man United's case, if they're serious about this, it's very possible for them to get rid of the 18 players or 13, whatever the thing, the, the core crux, and then go sign the new players based on what the manager wants. It's a possibility. So is that the route they should take? And while you answer that, I'm going to see if I can actually get an, someone who knows Ten Hag very well to speak about the manager and give us some insights. Go ahead there, Wonga. Yeah, look, I think if you look at um, what happened at Liverpool, I think if you, um, they, they, you know, there was a Penteke was there, Daniel Sturridge was there, um, the cloud will know the rest. In the, the midfield, we had Lucas Lavia. People were going crazy about him every game. I remember he was always a, um, a liability for some reason. Um, who else was there? Uh, but, but I mean, even if you look at Liverpool, they they, they changed their squad slowly. I mean, it took them two, three years to okay, get the that they were. Sorry, I'm just going to interrupt you. So I've got a Rolf, and he comes from uh, Amsterdam, and he is a Ajax fan, so he knows Ten Hag very well. So he's going to give us some, some of his opinions quickly. There you go. <laughs> so that's, that's Wonga, and that's Nick. Hi there. How are you? What up, Rolf? All good here. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you too, so, man. So Eric Ten Hag. Well, I think one thing uh, that should be his uh, uh, main focus area is that he needs to improve on his English because I think he will have a hard time uh, getting across his point to the to the squad because just from what I've heard, his English is pretty bad. But um, oh. he's, <laughs> he's a very good coach and um, I think he, he really uh, elevated Ajax to a next level in terms of strategy and um, he made the most of a... No, not not a great squad, I would say. But um, yeah, he's done well. Ralph, I think you should apply for for a job as his translator because your English is very good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I but I but I'm a terrible coach. <laughs> <laughs> no, all you have to do is translate. All you have to do is translate. Just, just translate. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I I think a job at Manchester United comes highly recommended. So. Um, I, I think just uh, re- recently a Dutch uh, squad left. I think they had some talent scouts there walking around as well. And I think they, they, they resigned uh, in the last week or so. But, um, oh, wow. yeah. Nah, so, so would you say exciting times for, for Man United? Uh, looking, looking forward now with Ten Hag with a new project. You know, he's probably achieved everything he could at Ajax. Uh, mm-hmm. Do you see a brighter future if they give him the time? Yeah, I think so. I think so, but um, that, that, that has always been a little bit uh, the, the challenge at Man- Manchester United, right? That that coaches do not get enough time to develop something. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. they've had uh, Van Gaal in the past, uh, in the in the recent past, I think, and he's a he's an excellent coach, but I think he didn't really succeed at building something new at uh, Manu. Uh, but yeah, I I, I think he is. Uh, 
able and capable of doing so. Okay. Oh, good luck. Good luck to Man United. And uh, who are you getting next at Ajax? Who's, who's coming through? One of the youth coaches or... What no, I, th I think the most recent uh, name that is being dropped is uh, a former assistant of Ten Hag, Alfred Schroeder, who's currently managing Club Brugge in Belgium. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And I think also on a short list is probably Peter Boss, who is a former Ajax coach. He's now uh, heading up, uh, uh, what is it, Olympique Lyon in France. Okay, okay. Mm -hmm. Uh, but I think he is uh, still under contract and um, it will probably be a difficult uh, coach to get in. So probably Alfred Schroeder, I think he has a one and a half million release fee oh, wow. uh, from Brugge, so, uh, or Bruges. Yeah. So um, sh should be doable. Be interesting. So all, yeah, all you need now is Tenog. All he has to do now is make sure he wraps up the title for Ajax and then you can put him his uh, a good farewell there. Exactly. You lost the cup. You lost the cup, didn't you? Yeah, I know. I know. I was on vacation, fortunately, so it wasn't that uh, bad. Uh, but um, yeah, we, we lost the cup, and uh, now we need to to win the championship. And uh, and hopefully, he he will not bring too many players with him. Yeah. Ten Hag has promised to win the Champions League. What do you think about that? With Menu or Ajax? <laughs> well, it's a big promise, right? Oh, he hasn't. He, says he hasn't. He hasn't. Yeah, so that's that's a good thing. That's managing expectations uh, right there. Well, Arsenal's going to win one next year, according to Arteta. So, <laughs> yeah. Well, who knows? Who knows? <laughs> Great. Yeah. It was I mean, nice meeting you guys. I will give you back. <laughs> yeah, nice to meet you too, Ralph. Fun talking Thanks, and uh, take care and good luck. You too. Bye bye. Thanks. Cheers. Thanks so cool. Thank you. So, gentlemen, that was Rolf. He is a Amsterdam native, and he gave his input there about Ten Hag. So, if you had any questions, I mean, that was your opportunity. But overall, Wonga Denga, Nick, just quick fire: is he a good appointment for Man United, or is he a gamble? Wonga Denga. Nah, definitely not a gamble. I think he's, uh, yeah, like Nick. I mean, Nick said. I mean, in terms of all the experience and even Rolf put on it, I think yeah, he's. It's it, it's a it's a logical. Um, a logical choice, and yeah, I think what will only tell is when he gets there. And I would like to see who which players are leaving and who trying to stay. And then I think then you'll be able to get a clear indication of what will be able to happen in the future. Yeah, I think uh, for me it depends on the project and what is actually outlined to him. So if he's got mm -hmm. the, the 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 chance to rebuild. And if mm -hmm. it's a chance to rebuild, it's not a gamble because I think he's a project manager. But if they are expecting results um, immediately next season, then it's a big gamble because I don't think he's yeah. the type of manager. So it depends on what they're looking at. I would assume that they're looking to do a rebuild. But are Man, Man United fans going to be patient? They might have to be, even though they might yeah. be disgruntled. Yeah, I think I, I think the biggest thing for them is regardless of if he comes in, if there's progress, that's the biggest thing is there hasn't been progress. And when they're not getting results is one thing, but when you're not getting results and you're getting absolutely smashed is another thing. So get there, let's see some let's see some changes, let's see them do some things. Interesting fact, one of his assistants is more than likely going to be Robin Van Persie. Apparently, and apparently Steve yeah. McLaren's also keen. Oh really? Oh no. That guy must stay away from football. He must retire. 
Him and Roy Hodgson <laughs> and, and, and Steve Bruce and this leaf football. Right, then on that note, gentlemen, we're going to move on now. We're going to discuss the thing that we, we all think Arsenal fans are gambling. I gave Wonga an absolute hard time on Tuesday, but, but, Wonga Denga, they went to yeah. Stanford Bridge and they gave them four of the best, sir. They yeah. gave them four of the best. The floor is yeah, yours. And, and, Take it away. Yeah, I mean, last time it happened the same thing. We came back, same thing. We came from three, we, we lost three in a row beginning of the season. People, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, talking, telling us we're going to be <laughs> end of end of the, uh, we're going to end up in the the championship, all that, and then, yeah, we 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 got a good run of form, and I think yeah, we come again. We're on a good run of form. We lost three games in a row, and people are already. I mean, they're changing and chopping things. They said they're going to change the middle of the season, and it's it's complete panic. You know, I mean, the right thing for manager. Yeah, it's it's a bad thing. The right thing for even Arsenal. If you, especially if they're in the they so-called building phase, if they trust their process, they should have just asked people just to you know to relax. You know they'll see, get behind them. But these guys are panicking and they they started to change things and and blame their loss on on, on some other things. It's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. Not not every team is on a on a good run of form. I mean, Man United are above were above us. Um, I'm not too sure if they are, are like that now, but. Um, they're also having up and down, up and down. They, they, they can't find their foot. I mean, in Austin, if they're rebuilding, and this is, for me, it's, it's probably expected. And people thought, the game in hand against Chelsea, it's not going to happen. There we go. We beat Chelsea. Um, it was a good performance, I think, from our team. But again, Tuchel, I also think Tuchel, I don't know, well, I don't know, was Rudiger injured? Um, they, I haven't seen them play back. Uh, it's, it's just me. I never saw them play back three in a while. I also thought the, the, the line up there was... I mean, I would have played a Havertz. I mean, instead of a Lukaku up front, um, he's been performing well in the, the past games. He's been getting them the results. They put in Lukaku was flat. He was nowhere. Um, yeah, absolutely nowhere. When I watched the game, I, I even forgot he was playing. I only remembered when they took him off. And yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm looking at our players as well. I think we put in a good performance. Tavares, a little bit shaky. <laughs> very, very shaky. But uh, I'm happy they're actually giving him the chance. I'd rather have him there than a than a than a than a Granite Shaka, to be honest with you. Um, but Joe, all in all, we got the result, and that's what matters. It's a great result for you, Wonga. I mean, I'm just yeah. just to touch on Chelsea. It's a difficult one for them because they don't really have much more to play for this season, and the club's in a little bit of limbo. So, like, if you look at yeah. if you look at a, if you look at any any business or big business, and the owners sort of not there or dragging his feet like that sort of filters down and mm-hmm. not that Roman Abramovich is dragging his feet he's like he's putting the club up for sale um, and you know the players don't really know their future um, which is a scary thing I guess I do think they'll be taken over and they will probably be fine but you know they don't have anything to play for really I mean unless someone can catch him but too many of the top four challengers have dropped points, so I doubt that's going to happen. Um, and mm. I think the big sucker punch for them was losing in Madrid and, and not qualifying for the semi-finals because that would have given them something to play for. Um, yeah. Touching on Lukaku, I think, you know, also it's like a dead man walking, man. Um, you know, uh, and, and, yeah. and for, for me, this just shows, you know, like a Pogba situation and a Lukaku situation, very similar. You know, mm. they go and bang it in Italy. They go bang it in other leagues. And they're like, these are the, some of the world's best players. Yes, they do it on the Champions League. But I, as I said, with the Ajax um, comparison, you only play Champions League. You play 10 games a, a, a year. Mm. You don't play 38. 
So that just proves how strong the Premier League is, guys. And, and, and anyone who wants to tell me that the Premier League is inferior to any other league in the world is talking a load of smack. So, mm-hmm. I, and, and look at Lukaku. He's, he's back to sort of the ways in which he le- left uh, uh, England moving, moving abroad. So, yeah. um, it's, it's a tricky one for Do we not, for do we not think, to your point, though, to your point, uh, Nick, where you're saying you talk about the caliber of the Premier League, do you not think the Serie A suits Lukaku super well? Because it is a slower game. The intensity is not as great. It gives him time to boss players off the ball and run him behind because he can't do that. In the Premier League... You've got to do a little bit more than just focus on scoring exactly. goals. You need you need a bit more variety, and I would have th- I would have thought with a with a Tuchel type um, manager he would have got that, but it just hasn't worked out. But I mean, if you look at Werner as well, it didn't work out for Werner, um, and it's, it's still working really out. Hasn't now, worked but it's, it's working it's out. Better. It's taken it's taken long. It's taken long. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. let's be honest. I mean, he was here. He was still here when I think Frank was was in charge. So yeah. yeah. Um, you know, maybe they give him that time because they've put the outlay already for him. You know, Chelsea can't afford to to sell him at at uh, they bought him for ninety. They can't afford to sell him for forty because uh, we don't even know what the club's worth at the moment. Obviously, they'll get bought, and we don't know what sort of owners are going to come in and if they're going to have as much money as 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 an Abramovich. But um, it's a it's a it's a weird. It's it's like are they on the beach? They've got their slops on. You know, they're looking forward to the summer, you know, the, the first sort of proper break post-COVID. But they do have, they, before the summer hits and before the exams end, they do have one party to look forward to, and that is the FA Cup final. The FA Cup final. So, yeah, I mean, FA Cup final is, is definitely a piece of silverware that I think maybe they'll save a little bit of face. But they've got to go and play, you know, a very good Liverpool team with a team that's still vying for the quadruple. So... You know, I think to save face, I don't think it's an, it's it's a massive achievement for them. You know, they 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 did win the um yeah they they failed to win the the, the league cup. Uh, so yeah, maybe that might be an opportunity to save to save a little bit of face and and kick on next season. Well, that's a fair statement from a from a Chelsea side. When you're looking at uh, Bongo, you got Pum saying, but how did Drogba do it? I don't think. Drogba and, and Lukaku can be compared the same, but he also says he can fuck off back to Italy is what Pums is saying. But he is very nice. He didn't actually write the word fuck in the comments, so we appreciate that. Wonga Denga, what were your overall thoughts there? No, I, I, I agree with Nick on that point in, uh, how he, um, in terms of um, Lukaku. I also feel that um, a Lukaku... I, I feel that Lukaku could, if he wanted to, be good in the Premier League. I just, I don't think, I mean, after, I, I, I was backing him to score at least 20 goals this season. And, you know, he, he, when he went to Italy, he did, he changed a lot of things, you know, he did change, um, I mean, he, he did change, I mean, the way he trained, he, he, he lost a little, uh, quite a bit of weight. He was a lighter man, looked quicker. Um, he still looks the same now, but I think, here in the head, there's something up that's going up there because, do you not, I do mean, you not think, Wanga, do you not think he went to Italy? He did well there, and he came back thinking, let's say this, like when, you, when you're working in a corporate space, you get promoted, right? So you, you were at the club, people didn't appreciate you. You come in as like a junior, medium, medium sort of whatever position it is. You leave, you go perform really well. They see your value. They make you a senior or they make you a manager. You've now come back to the same place going, I'm demanding that respect of being a manager. And then everyone else is looking at you going, but we know you. You're not a manager. In our eyes, you will always be a, a junior or medium sort of thing. So do you think he was struggling with the fact that he wasn't 
earned, or he wasn't given the same respect that he thinks he deserved, and the one the, the respect that he earned somewhere else. Do you think that was an issue? I, I don't know. Do you think that is an issue, it, rather. It's you may be right. I, I I really don't know because the the, the question I asked myself is there could be an answer to it because I asked myself what what why did his mentality change because he came to Chelsea, ninety million says he's gonna try to do his best. He thinks you know he's ready for it. Um, he's been here before, and then not even a couple of weeks in, the guy's already telling us how he wants to go back to Italy. So it's 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 a funny. You don't know what I don't know what's going on in the guy's head, but you may be right. I, I never actually thought of it. I've just I've been pondering and thinking, oh, what the hell went wrong in his head? Uh, but definitely, he's not. He's yeah, he's, he's, he's somewhere else. He's, I don't think he really wants to be in, there in the league anymore. He's not. He's not putting on a performance. He, he could do much better than that. He's not. I, to, well. I can't lie to you. Just my opinion, Claudio, with with regards to that, you know, yeah, you should maybe demand the respect, but I think you also have to back that demand up. Um, yeah. With, with performances, you know, maybe if he's not scoring and the performances are a little bit better, um, you know, maybe you can cut him a little bit of slack, but he just yeah. literally looks like a dead man walking. He's just like, fucking, no, no, nothing goes right for him. And to be fair, I thought he played quite well in the final against Liverpool. I thought he was a bit unfortunate not to score a couple of the goals that were, were ruled offside. And he was, yeah. he was the menace there for, for, the, for the Liverpool defenders. Um, but again, that's, that's a flash in the pan. He needs to be mm. doing that regularly if you're spending ninety million pounds on a striker. Um, yeah. you know, you you rightfully so as 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 a manager <laughs> demand that, that that man is scoring at least fifteen to twenty goals a season. Yep. But right. also but one good sorry, I just want to nail this before we move on and we said maybe he's also just the victim of modern football philosophy. When you're looking at what Clip, uh, Klopp's doing when you're looking at what Pep Guardiola's doing you've got a Jurgen Klopp who plays with the Bobby Firmino as an example and that's how they got them going so they can get the wider players in behind and they use that player that false number nine as a sort of link up player and now we've got obviously Man City don't even have a striker and now you've got Ten Hag who obviously follows a similar sort of philosophy and sort of modern manager footprint and he's going well this guy's a bit dated and he's actually very limiting to what i'm trying to do here because when you have a player like a bobby Firmino or like a, a, a Havertz, you're, you're able to do more in certain situations as opposed to go this guy is just going to bang in goals and we're going to give him the ball in the box so is he not mm. a, possibly a victim of that it could, it could, it could be, it could be, Claudio. I agree with, I agree with you on that one. It could be. It could be, um, but then they shouldn't have bought him if that, if that's the issue. Yeah, for ninety million. If Tuchel doesn't, if Tuchel feels that way, and and maybe says he's the, then he's not the. They never profiled the right striker. No, but to be fair, I think they were signing him before he really won. I don't think it was a decision he wanted. We know Roman Bromovich, Torres signing years yeah, ago was because he true. wanted him. So, that's true. So maybe you're that's, right. That's you're right. Yeah, yeah. So maybe that's what but happened. Also, so it's like a South African to... owners buying players without the manager even being appointed. <laughs> <laughs> you yeah, you know, Chelsea, Chelsea have, have a track record of that. You're right. Uh, Tuchel, uh, funny enough, Tuchel after the game, I don't know if you guys heard his comments. He, was, he, he, he put in a little comment there saying that, uh, you know, the, the Chelsea, I, I can't, I couldn't, I didn't understand, well, I understood it, but didn't, I don't know why he said it, but he said that Chelsea were, um, the, the Stanford Bridge pitch, he, he said it was too bumpy. Um, and yeah, his, his, his team struggles with this. It just messes up with the way he plays. And he said it, it doesn't want to make it sound like an excuse, you know. Um, 
but you know, for me, that's that's definitely an excuse. I mean, both two teams you have know, to play on know, that bumpy I'm pitch. Really, I'm money, really, they don't have I'm money really, to pay their groundsmen. Oh, maybe, yeah, yeah maybe. Yeah. <laughs> it could be, but he complained. He literally complained about it. But it's, it's like, a, a, it's it's like so sorry, Wonga. It's like, I'm so sorry I did that to you, but that that's kind of what it is. I don't want to complain, but you know, so, mm. uh, you know what. Put it in the comments, gentlemen, if you're listening and you got your opinion about Lukaku, what would you give his performances or lack thereof out of 10 for this season? Put it in the comments and we'll share it with everyone. We're going to move on now. We're going to discuss something happier for Nick. Nick, back-to-back wins. Two out of two home victories. You're beating a tough Crystal Palace. Arguably, Crystal Palace struggled in the FA Cup. Now they've come here, slightly demoralized, to a place that is pumping, rocking. You know, the roof The roof is on fire there in the north, king of the north. And now look, 1-0 one, one to Newcastle. Safety surely guaranteed. Yeah, so 40 points, we reached the target. Um, so I'll correct you, there's six home games in a row that we've won. Um, yeah, I was about to say. <laughs> so um, in a row, that's the last time we did yeah. that, we were playing Champions League football under Bobby Robson. Um, so, you know, for me, it's, it's incredible to, to see the turnaround. Um, we lost three in a row from the, uh, uh, before this. Um, this run of results and you know i thought maybe you know we were still in a little bit of a relegation battle um however we played three teams that have been getting a lot of praise uh, two of which this season and one of which over the last couple of seasons you know beating wolves then going to a leicester who were challenging for top four last season um and then you go to a palace where I know on this platform, everyone's giving Patrick Vieira the praise, but Patrick Vieira is behind Eddie Howe, so I think Eddie Howe needs all the praise. Watch out, Nick. That's, that's Arsenal's next manager there. You must be, be nice. Nah, listen, I, do, like, I won't, I won't uh, take anything away from what Patrick Vieira has done. He got them to a semi-final of the, of the, of the, of the Cup. and I think for me, I, I, like I said earlier, I think just the fact that you know, Newcastle have an identity now. We have, we have a culture. We have this um, mentality of trying to please the fans um, by just putting a bit more effort in. And 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 under Bruce, we didn't have that. You know, under Bruce last season, we got 38 points um, in 22 games. Uh, sorry, not 38. 38. Uh, I can't remember the comparison. But we, Eddie Howe's got. <laughs> Eddie Howe has got, sorry, Eddie Howe has got 36 points in 22 games. Last season, we got 38 points. Yeah, in the entire 38, yeah. so in the, the points again. In the heart of, yes. So, yeah. it, it, like, look at the comparison. So, um, you know, I think the, the media has shut up really in saying that we treated Bruce badly because, in essence, the change was necessary. And like Wong is saying, Majority of those players are still playing now. He's rejuvenated John Joe Selby. He's rejuvenated um, Joe Linton, Almiron. Say Maximum is coming back into it um, post his, post his um, injuries. Joe Willock's a, a, a rejuvenized player. And then you've got, you've got this magician on our hands who's going to be going to the World Cup for Brazil. Like, um, I, I need to pinch myself at times. Like, Bruno, you've got to pronounce it for me. The man's going to the World Cup for Brazil. One of the, 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 the favorites to win the World Cup. Guys, I'm so excited. And now we're linked with another Brazilian. We're going to be linked with so many players. And you know what I like do, about do this whole think... thing? Yep. What I like about this whole thing is I think they, they're going to do it cautiously. I don't think they're going to do what City did and splash the cash on players just because they're big names. 
no one really knew who Bruno was. Let's be fair. I didn't, I didn't fucking know who he was. Like, you know, if they really wanted to, they can go to Real Madrid, get a player, Juventus, get a player, Barca, get a player, City, Liverpool. You can go, you can go pick off players there that are sort of willing to come. But are they going to fit the model that he wants? Probably mm. not. So he's, he went and got a Dan Byrne who was out of favor at, 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 at Brighton. We're ahead of Brighton at the moment. Or we might be tied on points with him. You know, like, uh, I, think, I think he's a genius in what he's done. Obviously, it's early days. Let's get through this season. You know, we've got a challenge to potentially finish in the top 10. Who would have said? And um, bring on the summer. I think it's going to be another exciting summer. And uh, I'm excited to see what happens. Well, here's, here's the thing with Newcastle right now. Newcastle, and excuse, excuse the pun here, but if you're a fresh new cow and you're a cow who's got aspirations to be the big cow on the field, the grass is green right now at Newcastle. Yeah. It is ripe. You can go there. And if you're a young player like a Bruno Guimarães, who suddenly was knocking on the Brazilian door, but he didn't get that sort of status. Now you've said he's moved to the Premier League. The elevation in terms of quality is there. Yeah. Now he's performing. Now he's going to get the call-up. So you've yeah. actually got a platform where players are going, Philip, we're going to get paid at Newcastle. And we've got an opportunity yeah. if we do this right and we do this well, we'll be seen. Because the Premier League is the most, arguably, the seen league yeah. in the world. So 100%. massive opportunities if you an aspiring footballer who wants to be the world's best, why wouldn't you go to Newcastle yeah. right now? Wonga, no, exactly. what are you going to add to that? No, I'm just saying, I mean, if you look at uh, watching Almiron's goal as well, uh, you, 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 you can see, see the Newcastle pass, bro. The yeah, pass from Bruno. Hectic, oh. Yeah, crazy pass, but I mean, that got him on the halfway line. Almiron <laughs> takes the ball all from the halfway line Cuts in and puts the ball in. I mean, you can't get more top corner than that. Uh, he was side netting even, just behind the left upright. <laughs> I mean, it was a good finish. But I mean, for me, like you could see the design. Like he had, when, as soon as he got the ball, he, he just wanted to put the ball in the back of the net and he wasn't going to stop. And I mean, that's, that's, that's literally what I'm saying about Newcastle. I mean, that's the man. That's the one goal. The one goal that helps them win the whole match. Exactly. Everyone's and I think- for it. I think what's key also, Wonga, is we're still missing probably, arguably, our most influential player when we started our run, Kieran Trippier. Yes. And he's still, yes. you know, he's still come back and, and he's, he's not only a good player, but he's, he's almost like a Jordan Henderson in the change room for Liverpool. Like, and he's a new player. I mean, he's been already given the armband a couple of times, you know, he's, because he's come here to end off his career and he wants to do well. Um, I don't think he's come here just for a holiday. Obviously, he's going to get paid well. And, you know, the media will say what they want to say. But, Claudio, you're right. If you're a young, up-and-coming player, you know, you could be part of a project where, like City did, they started the project, they ended up winning the Premier League. And it didn't take Mm -hmm. them too long. And when I'm saying not too long, it it was less than six years, you know, to win the league. Um, You know, I'm not saying that that's that's a possibility because the league now is a lot more difficult. But my question to you guys is, would you say the top six, the, the, uh, the, the notorious top six, would be worried about a, uh, a Newcastle and, uh, and, and what they potentially can do? I mean, didn't you see, we, we saw uh, before, the, before you guys even had the takeover, there was really a panic, <laughs> you know? Um, so definitely, they, they they know. I mean, as, as if Newcastle start picking up, you know, they start getting the right players. I mean, you you can already see what they're doing without really. I mean, without even changing much. Um, there's definitely people out. I mean, if you, if if I'm thinking like an Arsenal as well, if Arsenal are saying they want to be in the Champions League and they want to stay there, you're gonna to have to change your t- next season. You're gonna or this coming transfer window, you're gonna to have to put in things because Newcastle is gonna definitely 
do more than you can, you know. Um, and yeah, Louis, uh, good that you saw it there, man. Good that you saw it. Man City's next. <laughs> I think, yeah, no, I mean, you, you're right now, it's music to next year's. That he baited you, Wonga. He wanted us to say that because he knows it's the truth. And when you're looking at someone like Spurs, <laughs> look at Spurs. I mean, you, you, they're on a dumb. I learned from the best. I learned from the best, Claudio. <laughs> you do that to us every time of the show there. The man baits us. I see the tactics. I'm learning. <laughs> <laughs> media, media training, media yeah, training one on one from yeah. Thank you, thank you. Yes, no. Um, if anyone wants media training, uh, just hit me up, and we'll do private consultations. Of course, the fees go to Go Lounge TV, and we'll get more experts coming from Amsterdam to tell us about Ten Hag. <laughs> That's what he'll do. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> anyway, yes. No, to your point, Nick. I mean, if you're looking at it, you got Spurs. They're on a downward trajectory. You got Arsenal. Look, Wong is going to say they 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 on the up, but still, they're not as solid. But, as they, oh. they sh- but they're not as solid as, they, as what they should be. You got Man United, yeah, yeah. absolute shit show. So right now, <laughs> hypothetically, hypothetically, take take hypothetically, if Newcastle hit, they keep doing what they're doing and they make the right decisions in in this next summer window. Who's to say they won't surpass, obviously, Man United if they don't get it right, yeah. Man United? Man United and have think, all the money in the world. Claudia, they like I that Wes Stefani right. song. Yep. Claudio, you're right because there's probably no better opportunity now. There's actually only two real stable teams in Man City and, and, and Liverpool. Why I say Chelsea's probably not is because they're in limbo now with their ownership. You've got an uh, 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 an Arsenal potentially in the top four, Spurs potentially in the top four, Man United potentially in the top four, West Ham. So it's all very open. So back in the day, there was a sol- solid top four or a solid top three. Now we've got a solid top two. You know, you yeah. can, I mean, barring Chelsea this season, you could probably could have flicked a coin and, and, and picked to finish second, th- um, sorry, third, fourth and fifth. So yeah, but you know, the best not, not, not me. My prediction was right so far, gentlemen. My prediction was right. So, yeah. uh, I'm still in it. So I'm just saying, I flipped no coins. Okay, who's yeah, finished well, it fourth? You know it. Okay, who did you say is finished it fourth? That was horribly, horribly wrong on my side. My, my fourth prediction said, was Man United. They're uh, technically still in the run. They're still in the run, but yeah. Nah, not gonna happen. <laughs> yeah, and I thought Man United were gonna win, but anyways. Um, what was I gonna say? I actually forgot now. Oh no, I was saying yes. You know the. It's funny how um, the top four. It's somehow like this top four thing. is like a. It's like a, a a balance. You know, there's a balance there. As soon as, as soon as someone else is strong enough, like a Newcastle comes in, you know, the other team is not necessarily. It's it's not necessarily that um, Newcastle just pushed them out, but they've they actually end up doing poorly. Like I think the time Liverpool were doing um, badly, I mean City was picking up. You know, it's not that, that it's not Liverpool were in shambles. You know, when uh, Steven when 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 uh, Alonso left, they were in shambles. They, but Man City oh, yeah. also now, Man City then came, they 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 changed their thing, and then there was like a new team to come pick them up. Now, Man United is in shambles. But Newcastle, the same no, no, no. time Newcastle. Look, look, yeah, Liverpool never, never look. Liverpool weren't great, but they were never in the position. That Man United are now. Man United, what makes them worse is they've spent the money that they've spent, and they've had the managers that they've had, and they are still yes. Liverpool. But Liverpool spent accordingly to where they probably would have finished, if I'm not correct, Claudio, at that yeah. time. Yes. Especially yeah. like yeah. that that 2000s period, early. They were punching above their weight. Period. 
Um, I think your major downfall and probably where questions would have been asked, but it's a different time in football was in the 90s when it completely sort of slipped away. But you were still there and thereabouts. Like, you finished second a couple of seasons, <laughs> third, fourth. But no, I agree with you. It's a completely Sorry, different scenario. Nick, we got, we got Megan. She's joining us for the first time saying, I don't appreciate the United slander, Claudia. Apologies, Megan. I'm just calling a spade a spade right now. Look, hopefully your but- fortunes turn around. But you know what I'm saying, Claude? I'm just, I, I understand they, they're different, but I'm just saying it's funny how the things balance themselves out. You know, Man United are just doing cock. Man City then, you know, like, uh, like <laughs> the new pool are not so great. They pick up. Now these guys are picking up. Someone's going to fall out. It's, it's funny enough. But I mean, yeah, definitely now, I, I do believe you are that there are, there are a, lot, a lot more stronger teams than they were um, in the past. So yeah, it, it will be a difficult one nonetheless come next season. Come next season, right, gents? But still this season, obviously, Liverpool hit four past Man United, putting on pressure, Man City, Brighton coming off the back of beating Arsenal, as well as who are the other guys that they beat? I think it was Spurs. It was Arsenal, Spurs. They beat those sides. They obviously went to the Etihad. I was hoping for a miracle. It didn't quite happen. This was the predicted scoreline, if I'm correct in saying. I think Settle called it 3-0. Gentlemen, Man City, still odds-on favourites for the Premier League title. Yeah, they're doing they're doing the business, doing exactly what we, I mean, what we expected of them, and that's I think yeah, I mean when they do these things, I think Liverpool and I think uh, both of them will probably win all the remaining games, um, if they're not playing Arsenal until the end of the season, and yeah, then uh, it'll just <laughs> end up Man City winning the league, and yeah, Liverpool. So are you drinking wine or are you drinking yes, water? Sir. No, no, wine Where and water. Where are you? Like, like Jesus did in the Bible, sir. Oh, yeah. Are you, Where are, are, you? <laughs> are you in Cape Town? I am in Cape Town, Nick. I got so jealous that you were here. I decided, no, this next show. You were here on Thursday last week. So I was like, no, this Thursday, I'm going to be in Cape Town. <laughs> Just for the show. Quality, quality. Just don't get your phone stolen like I did. No, 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 no. I had more than my phone stolen the last time I was here. So this yeah, time, I remember. Lockdown. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, so. but um, I think I didn't watch a game. Um when I see the result, it's it's pretty pretty much straightforward for me to 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 get that information. But I think, do you do you, uh, the question I'm asking? Do you see both teams winning every single game until the end of the season? I don't know. I I, I, I think there's I another so. twist and a turn. There's at least one more twist and turn to this tale. And Newcastle play both these teams, eh? They play both these teams. So yeah, they... maybe something can happen. <laughs> You see how Wonga and I both throw our team in there, Claudio. (laughs) (laughs) Wonga missed he missed your presence, Nick. He missed your presence on Tuesday, that's for sure. Um, But yeah, no, look, gentlemen, I think when I'm looking where Liverpool's at right now, wow, Liverpool are in such a good way right now where they're not even performing. You could argue Man United's performance was a good one for them, but even during that performance, they took the foot off the pedal. What they do is they get into the game thick and fast. They climb the top and they, they get control. And then they just go, well, we've still got other games. We're going to take our foot off the, off the gas a little bit. And that's when the team gets involved and, you know, calls, claws that comeback like Wonga says. He loves saying, you know, but, you know, they could have beaten Liverpool. But, I mean, that's where Liverpool are at. They're not even performing at their best, best, best right now. And they're just getting these results across the line. And the confidence is there. And the players are – the club's in a good 
in a good way. The managers in a good way. The players are playing for each other. Even the ones that are coming off the bench. Henderson, who's the captain of the club, doesn't mind being put on bench and coming off the bench. So that's, it just tells you where they're at right now. So for me, if anything, what, what I can see, I, I see Liverpool going all the way, winning all the games. And I see Man City, I don't know where, but if points are to be dropped, it would be from Man City's end because they focus on the Real Madrid tie and because one or two injuries will happen, Klopp will think about, he'll, he'll overthink one or two things and go, okay, I'm going to rest this player like he did in the FA, uh, FA Cup. You know, play you this player, this player. Yeah, Pep, you what did Pep, I say? Yeah, Klopp. Klopp. Your mind's all over the place. Too much wine or what? Too much wine, too much. <laughs> Guys, I need to get my mic back. That's what I've got to do. When I can't hear myself, this is what happens. <laughs> anyway, but yeah, the, the point is he's going to overthink things. He's going to make unnecessary changes. So where I see points being dropped, I see Man City dropping points. That's where I see it. I mean, yeah, that's, that's, that's my take on it. But it is their, theirs to lose right now. I think it's all they're going to land up with. And I mean the Premier League title. I mean, pity them. That's what they're going to land up with. But I think that's, that's what they're going to go for. That's ultimately what they're going to land up with. Not go for. We know Champions League's priority, but I don't think they're going to get it. I think Real Madrid are going to put them to the side there. Uh, I, d- I still, I think my prediction stands. I think Liverpool City final. I think City will win the, the final Champions League. Um, I think Liverpool will do the treble um, with the two cups, local des- domestic cups. And I think there is a span in the works and I think City will drop points. But I think City will be more than happy to, to only win the the, the Champions League this year um, because it's something that's eluded them. So, like I said, lots of twists and turns, guys. Like, from week to week, we have no idea what, what can change. Um, Just give us a second. It's going to be exciting. No, I agree with you, but uh, I don't know. I mean, it's a city... I know many people even thought they were going to drop against Brighton. I do know that uh, because of the run of form there. I, I, was, I don't know. I, I think I don't know anything, nothing logical. I don't know, but I just see that uh, Liverpool also. I think Liverpool also have the potential of dropping something there. And they, to be honest with you, I think Newcastle City, can. City don't drop at home, though. That's the only problem. So I think yes. we need to check their away fixtures. Uh, they both finish on a home game, so I don't see any upsets on the last day. Um, however, I do think I do think a tricky away game. Claudio, do you have the the fixtures there for for the two teams? Yeah, let me pull them up quickly. I'll do it from my side. Because I think I think I think if Six City are to drop, it will be it will be away from home. Right. Um, so yeah. So next game. So Man City playing Wolves away. The next game. Then they that's at a home. Tricky one. To, yeah. No. No. I'm lying. Apologies. That that game's to be confirmed. So the next game's at home to Watford. Then they travel to Leeds. Um, away from home. Okay. Then they then they host Newcastle at home. Then they yeah, go to and this is where it gets interesting. They go to West Ham at the Olympic Stadium away, obviously. And then the last game, the only thing in their favor here, I suppose, not only thing, the couple of things that are in their favor, but they host Aston Villa on the last day at home. And that's where all Liverpool fans are hoping for the fairy tale where it comes down to that last game of the season and Steven Gerrard can can throw that spin in the works. That's what we hope. Oh, he'll be a hero. He and will be a hero. Fixtures? Tell us Liverpool's fixtures. Eh? All right. So Liverpool's fixtures. You still have Spurs, eh? Yeah. So our next game, and we're going to talk about that now, but our next game is hosting Everton. So the Merseyside derby. Sorry. I'm just give me a second. I'm just going to pull this up quick. So that's our immediate next game. Then, 
the game following that. Let's check. Okay, so they still have to play Southampton away from home. But the next game is Everton at home. Then they have to go, and this is probably the plan in the works here, Nick. And you're going to say 100% it is. Because they have to go to Newcastle away from home. They have yeah. to try and get three points there. Mm-hmm. Then, the next, then the next week, to what Pums is saying, the bumpy road, they then host Spurs at home. Now, the, arguably, the thing that flattens that bump is the fact that it's at Anfield. Yeah. Then they have to play Villa away from home. And then the last game of the season, they host Wolves. So you just have to tell Gerard there in the second last game, hey, play the B team there just to, <laughs> just to help us out. Just to help us out. So, no, it's going to yeah. be interesting. I think, I think a couple of twists and turns. You might even find it's not just one result. You might find a couple of results going pear shape for, for, for both teams. And I think there's, there's, a few, there's a few more stories to come out of this league. And it will be interesting. It will be interesting. I, I, I do think Liverpool will win the league. I still, I still back it. I'm loving that because I like as you see it. For example, I was hoping Brighton could do something. They didn't do something, and that's a logical thing. They weren't going to do something, and when you see it, every time hope diminishes. But I think Liverpool's momentum is something else, and the universe is going. We're going to reward this, right, gentlemen? We're going to move on and say our fixtures: Arsenal versus Man United. I mean, off the back of beating Chelsea, Man United getting thumped. Their only sort of motivation is Ten Hag, and now Arsenal are hosting Man United. Wonga Denga. quick fire. What do we think here? What do we think? It's there's no defenders. Uh, Arsenal win, yeah, that's that's for sure. What's your score there? Man United, the score. You score in another four. Let's say Man United. No ways. If they, yeah, I say four. Why not four one? <laughs> we'll give them a goal. Four one to Arsenal. That's not a team anymore. If I lose you know, Man United, no, we're in trouble. Selo opened himself up for that. He's not yet to face the music today. He says load shedding got him. And I think he spoke to ESCOM today to make sure load shedding got him. That's what I was thinking. But yeah, that one there. <laughs> Nick, what do you think is going to happen? Uh, I think this is going to fizzle out. Uh, probably a 2-2 draw. I think uh, Man United don't lose generally back-to-back. Um, more than likely, we'll have Ronaldo back. I think they, they have... <laughs> They have to save the, save their faces somehow, um, and Arsenal have proven they're up and down. So I don't know, Wonga. I'm going two two, bro. It's it's a it's a three it's a three nil loss. I mean, it's a, it's a, we lost three uh, three games in a row last time, and that's what we picked up. It's just it's just repeating itself. It's it's yeah. late for Man United. They can't do anything else. It's this late is for Man them. United's ah. last chance to 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 claw back any hope. Of, of a top four. I'll give them Europa. When Nick puts it that way, then I say, no, I can see a draw happening. Because the difference is, if they want to, if they want to sit deep against an Arsenal, Arsenal's going to struggle to break them down. That's the difference. They're not facing a Man City or a Liverpool. Maybe in maybe in proves me wrong. Who knows? I'm going to say one. Hey, one yeah, draw. I forgot That's about that. Inketia also played well. Yeah, yeah. I forgot yes, to mention you him. Yes, you, you didn't say anything. You said he must leave, and now what? What should he stay now? Hey, it's one game. Shaka scored in one game before. <laughs> All right, one game, one game. All right, gents. Man City, Watford. I mean, this should be straightforward, right? Ah, uh, straightforward. Yeah. Three 0 Man City. They're going to make it hectic for them. Five 0 Man City. Poor, poor Roy Hodgson. Actually, not poor Roy Hodgson. The man must uh, retire. retire you know, they, must, yeah. they must finish him. It's all yeah. like, you know, in Mortal Kombat, when he used to play the game and the guy standing there, it's like, finish him. They need to, yeah. they need to get him out of the league, Roy Hodgson. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I'm going to say 3-0 victory, Watford. I'm ho- Look, I, will, I always hope 
something happens. But I, gen- I generally only watch five minutes and I go, no, I can't do this. Yeah. I'm torturing myself here. Louis is saying 4-0 victory. I think that's on the cards, Louis. So, you know what? Keep supporting that side of yours. Pum saying steamroller 4-0. There we go. Okay, so that's straightforward. Next game, Norwich versus Newcastle. Oh. They, have to, they have to travel. Norwich are fighting nah, for their lives. They, they have to, but I think we will solidify the the relegation um, and welcome Fulham yeah. back into the league. And yeah, I think I think we we, we have so much confidence. I think this is a two 0 win for 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 Newcastle. Bruno, yeah, with another I, agree. Goal. I think. I think it'll be three. Even. Hey, give me three. Thanks, Wonga. But who's going to score the three goals, though, Wonga? I mean, we know Bruno's going to be assisting or scoring, and so he's definitely there, thereabouts. Chris, right? Chris, Wood, Chris Wood will get one there. For your keep will get one. Like, did you call Slave or Rose to Wood? Norwich are bad, bro. Norwich are so bad. Even Trippier will score. Goodness me. Like, anyone will score there. Jeez. Okay, cool. So, oh yeah, look, I'm going to say 2-1 victory to Newcastle. That's where my head's at. We're finishing ninth, boys. We're finishing ninth. That's a big climb, Nick. That's a very big climb. But he has an interesting tie. Chelsea Bro, versus we're West Ham. Yeah, no, you're going to make it. But look, Chelsea versus West Ham, yeah. Oof, and the only reason this is interesting is because Chelsea have just come off the back of losing to, a, obviously, a London side. They're no, all no, fighting no, for the score. Complete <laughs> annihilation. That's what it is. <laughs> Say what it is. Call what it is. What, what color is London? London? Yeah. What color it's is London? It's red <laughs> and white. Red and white. <laughs> All right. But West Ham, Chelsea. Can, can West Ham do exactly what Arsenal did? And can Chelsea lose? I don't know when last they lost back-to-back at home, but is it possible here? Yeah, I think it's possible. Uh, but like, I've always said when a team loses, especially the man of the Chelsea's losing, like Nick says, in a limbo, um, a second loss, West Ham are going to go all for it there. Well, they should. <laughs> but yeah, we'll, 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 I think they'll lose. I watched watch bits and pieces of the Burnley-West Ham game and they, I think their focus is completely on trying to get Champions League through, through the Europa League. I think Chelsea win this game. I agree with Pums. I say two. I think their focus is, I think their focus is is now on the the semi final against Frankfurt and potentially a final. They four, they three games away from Ooh. from getting Champions League. Like, why would you oh, put your eggs in the basket mm. to go to go and go balls to the walls against a Chelsea when I think they've got a semi final next week. I don't know. I don't think it's worth it. Anyway, that's just I think my it is next week, yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. I forgot. A... Yeah, you're right, Nick. Yeah, I'll take my words back. You've seen this many times. <laughs> I'll take my words back completely. If Chelsea, if Chelsea still lose, oh, my God, there's something wrong. Um, I agree with Nick. I 100% agree with Nick. Uh, it'll not even one. It'll probably be a 3-0. It doesn't make sense yeah. to put anything in that team. No. I'm saying 3-0, three, three no, but Werner is going to score a hat-trick supported by Kai Havertz. The German boy is finding his feet. That's what I'm thinking. Hmm. I don't know, Pums, do you agree? Pums is saying Moise's first trophy. That's interesting there, Nick. I mean, could be. Could yeah. be. Could be, yeah. Right. Gents, we're going to end off with this game. The Merseyside derby. Liverpool hosting Ooh. Everton. Everton picking up some points. They've been picking up some points. Just. 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 Can they, can they like, use the motivation of their supporters? No and, chance. And the, no chance. Okay. Mwanga Denga? There's no chance. I mean, Man United are pretty much in the, you'd say, like a similar um, 
you know, bad space. Look at look at this Man City fan here. I, man. Uh, I think I think I agree, Wonga. No I mean, they they scraped a one-one draw there against Leicester this week. Uh, yeah, Liverpool, the way they're playing, one of the best no, teams it's... in the world at the moment with that front three. There's zero uh, chance of Liverpool slipping up here. Front front six actually. <laughs> Because you don't yeah, really have a set but, front three. I mean, you could argue the one who's on the yeah, lowest pecking order true. is Bobby. Well, that front three when is you a unit. Next Champions well, front match. three is a unit whenever it is. Next week. Yeah, it's it's next week. Liverpool now, yeah, so you might, you Liverpool might... now are playing a game in every three days. They're playing a game from here on in. After So this, from Man United's game to Everton, until the end of the season, is the longest break they've had between... Or the longest break they're going to have between two games. From here on in, it's three games every day. Every three, every well, three days, sorry, a game. Sorry, <laughs> yeah, sorry, my bad. Every three days, a game. <laughs> just have another bottle of wine, bro. It's okay. Just to that, <laughs> Nah, Liverpool win this easily. I think three nil, um, and I think it will be be a little bit of a worry for Everton because if Burnley can find a result somewhere, um, they breathing down their necks. So. Yeah, I, I think Liverpool easily. Right. Yeah, I, I see the same. Yeah, I mean, I, from saying the, this wounded team is going to do something three to Everton, not going to happen, Pums. Come on, man. Come on, just keep your eye on the FA Cup final there. Also, Louis, Liverpool <laughs> won, Everton five. I, this is how... I, look, I can't fault you for supporting Man City because they're fulfilling dreams, but that's a dream that's not going to become true anytime soon. And uh, gentlemen, we've come to the end of the show. Final thoughts, Wonga Denga. Where's your head at? Where's your My head? My head is telling, telling all. Where's your head at? Tell all the yep. Arsenal fans to just chillax, guys. Relax. Stop changing and shifting. Just we 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 on this road. I just say Champions League is in our hands next season. So chillax. Top four is ours. Relax. Wonga, <laughs> uh, I think. I think the way you guys are, the, the, the three teams vying for that place there, uh, no one wants it. No one wants it. It's like you can have it. It's like a hot potato there. What the f- <laughs> no, but it's you. That's, that's how I'm saying chillax. Because and, if we lose, know. someone else is going to lose. Someone else not a chance. Chillax. Nah, chillax. I, think, um, I, think, I think my final thoughts um, will be, you know, optimistically looking to the future potentially finishing the league um, you know we can aim for ninth um, it's very possible I think um, and you know we, we we also have to play Arsenal so we, we put a little bit of a, uh, a, a, a throw a cat amongst the pigeons potentially with, with the top four race um, Arsenal have to come to us Liverpool have to come to us so you know we, we safe now so I think the boys can go and express themselves and maybe we can finish ninth you know, anywhere now, if we finish 13th, between 9th and 13th, it's a great achievement from where we were. We weren't out the relegation zone until, like, January. So, like, come on, guys. I'll take that any day of the week. Also, Nick, how do you feel about Wanga Denga being a closet Newcastle fan? He said it before the yeah. show, off air. Um, that's why the breaking news ticket... Those are my words. You know, Yo, just, your media's <laughs> bad, eh? Yo. What are you about? This, this is like this, um, the this Democrats is, and Republicans here. Fox News boys. This, yeah. this is what Claudio comes up when he when he has some wine there. Wonga, he comes up with this nonsense. 
The truth of my words and they permitted. <laughs> nah, nah, what did I say? I can't remember what I said now. Exactly what I said. Yeah, that's bad. You didn't say you're secretly supporting Newcastle. Like you want them to do wrong is what you said. You, 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 would look good, you would look good in a black and white shirt, Wonga. Uh, uh, no, 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 no. I think I'm good in this one. The, the red the red and white is good. Red shirt. Look, uh, gents, we got, we got Pums with his final thoughts saying, Watch the space Everton to win the Merseyside derby. Hey, hey, Pooms, I'm going to come find you. Eh? That's what I'm going to do. I hope when that this happens, Pooms. When this is all said and done, I'm going to come find you. Yo, and, you know he's gonna come, he's, and you know he's going to come find you on Tuesday if, if he is right. Eh? So, <laughs> <laughs> you better hope you don't eat your words. <laughs> yeah, he can't. There's no way he can be right. Imagine Frank. Yeah, he's going to wait for the like, show. Uh, no, 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 no. <laughs> Look, Ted, from my side, I just want to say congratulations. We're talking about baby teams and second teams, and I know Newcastle is officially Wonga's baby team. My baby team has just been promoted to the Premier League. Fulham, I've got a soft spot for Fulham there since Luis Beaumont was the captain, former Arsenal player, Portuguese player. We had uh, Chris Coleman back in the days. They've been promoted by Mario Silva. It's not uh, Mario Mario Silva. Silva. It is Mario Silva, Silva. yes. The Portuguese coach, yes. So watch them, watch them. The, the cottage has expanded seats. And also, here's a little fun, fit, uh, fun fact for all our South African fans out there. If you ever find yourself in England or in London and you want to watch a Premier League game, the fact that Fulham's there is a good reason because it's a family club. That's a real family club, by the way. You can get tickets. It's an easier place to get tickets. So if Liverpool's playing a, a Fulham, your chances of getting those tickets are far greater than going to an Anfield and trying to get tickets. Just, just letting everyone know. Yeah, and another fun fact: you were telling me, Claudia. I think, correct me if I'm wrong. There's a South African girl playing for the the, the women's team. Yes, is that correct. Yes, so that's, that is correct. Yeah. So, I've, I've forgotten yeah, the that's name another right reason now. to. That's another reason <laughs> to go and go and watch watch a game at, at Craven Cottage. Um, yeah, but my hope for them is my hope for them is that they don't um, they don't just be, become another yo-yo team because they've been up and down and up and down. Now they're up, so let's Brew. see. Um, so hopefully they can get plan. a little bit of stability and um, yeah, let's see. Yep. Right, and on that note, gentlemen, thank you for joining me this evening. For everyone in the comment section from Louis Pums to Jason with his traditional one comment and then dips out, dips in sort of situation. <laughs> we got we got Megan Diedrich joining us for the first time. So thank you, Megan. And of course, Warren and Arjun and Aman. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you, gentlemen, for keeping the comments going. We appreciate you. And oh, here we go. Megali. I think her name is Megali. They're Pum saying she used to play for Tuck's first hockey. I think her name is Megali. So she's the, 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 the South African representative slash Portuguese playing in the Fulham's women's team at the moment. Okay, okay. So yeah, look out for her. We'll try and get her on the show at some stage. Right, gentlemen. Remember how to end the show. I re- nearly ended it like the cool down, but how do you end the yeah. show? One, two, three. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it.